A florist's world is filled with big-budget, Instagram-worthy moments, leaving so many florists feeling inadequate or discouraged because this isn't the type of work that they're attracting. But the bigger issue I see florists struggle with is being overwhelmed and exhausted and frankly, counting down the days till the end of wedding season. If you are struggling keeping up with the day-to-day -day details of your business like proposals, ordering product, client meetings, and then getting this week's wedding done, all while trying to balance kids, a day job, self-care, and whatever else gets thrown your way, I'm Jenny Beck, and I am going to help you feel so much lighter in your business. I believe that today you can start to change your business and your life, and I'm here to help. I used to struggle with pricing. Everyone needed a deal because I felt like that was the path of growing my business. But in the end, I was needing to do more and more weddings and my calendar filled up with uninspiring work. I came to a point I couldn't do it anymore. Through coaching, courses, masterminds, and a lot of self-work, that is all changed. I feel creatively inspired, have the resources to work on my business and not constantly in my business, all while making impactful money, being a more present mom, and feeling balance in my life and business. Whether this is your side hustle, your mom hustle, or your everyday hustle, this podcast is the place for all the juicy details of creating a business you adore. Flower friend, my name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, flower friends. This is Jen, and you are listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. Today's episode is going to be centered around your ideal client and how to keep or start attracting your ideal client. So first we need to define what is your ideal client? Is it couples that are getting married? Is it everyday, um, you know, birthday and get well soon, those type of orders? Or is it corporate clients? Is it cultural weddings? Is it, um, you know, some niche? niche or a niche that you're really into? And how do you start attracting more of that? If it is something that you, it lights you up. And one example could be like for myself, I love doing cultural weddings. So I make sure that my social media has a heavy cultural wedding focus. I am posting pictures of those events. I am talking about it. And what's interesting is most florists know that they want to do something more and more and more because maybe it's more profitable. Maybe it's more fulfilling to them. But they are not putting a concerted effort behind that exact thing. You need to go all in on your social media on that one thing so you can really start attracting that one thing that lights you up. So what normally happens is you have, let's just say, a studio, a wedding, and event florist. They are now posting every Mother's Day thing. They are posting that they have daily orders. They are posting, yep, I did this wedding. They're posting you know, different things related to being a florist, but their sole purpose, where they make 80% of their money is doing an actual wedding. 
That is who they want to attract. They want to attract a couple. That is their bread and butter. So they need to act accordingly. You need to be posting different facets of it that, you know, whole, like if you love to do ceremony structures, you should be posting beautiful ceremony structures that you've done. If you love to do lots of personal flowers, you should be posting lots of personal flowers. If you love to do hanging installations, you should be doing a bunch of posts about hanging installations. If you love doing weddings at this venue, you should be posting weddings that you've done at that venue. And from there, you can then take that focus and say, okay, I want to post or be on social media or have an effort on my website. Um, let's just say you want to post five times a week. You could take one concept for the week. Let's just say that that is a place where you want to do a wedding again with a budget that works for you not only financially, but creatively. You're going to potentially do a blog post. Start with your blog post that is, um, let's just, I always use this example, Machine Shop Weddings. Machine Shop is a very unique venue here in Minneapolis. So I'm going to take and make a post about a wedding that I've done there. I'm going to, because it is a feature in the venue, they have this amazing um, trussing that lowers, automatically lowers and raises with a little button switch. I am going to, you know, literally have it be about a large chunk because I want to attract couples that are getting married there, but couples that are getting married there that also want that trussing decorated. So I, my blog post is going to be about this machine shop wedding that I've done in the past that maybe I've asked for the, the photographs and I'm taking the photographer in my blog. I then am going to take a big chunk of that blog and make it about that hanging installation that I want to keep doing. Then I'm going to make an Instagram post about this, you know, my blog and about this wedding, about this hanging installation. And then I'm going to be posting that on my Instagram page. I'm going to create a story graphic in Canva. I can hit the resize button and I can make a Instagram story. I'm going to take one of the stickers in Instagram. I'm going to say new blog post. They have a little sticker that you can just select and put new blog, enter that in. And so that is going to show overlaid on my graphic. Or I can even take my Instagram post and put that same sticker over it. Then I'm going to put the URL to my blog. So they can click in and get to that blog. On Instagram, I am tagging the venue. And I am using hashtags that will show up for couples that are getting married there that potentially are searching. Then I'm going to take the images that I've used in my blog post. And I am going to take and use templates for Pinterest in Canva 
and I'm going to make 10 different graphics. They can be just a little bit different, but I'm going to take and take those graphics and make them all a little bit different. And I'm going to schedule them to post one every day or every two days if I'm, you know, posting about a couple different blogs right now. And then that content is going to be tagged with that venue. It's going to be tagged with hanging installations. You're going to use these keywords that a potential couple getting married at that venue would be using in their search. Then I am going to maybe add a little bit of video. If you're getting married at Machine Shop, let me tell you three floral, um, you know, ideas that will really make your wedding stand out at Machine Shop. So then I'm doing a short form video or a long form video first, all about this topic, the same topic that we've done a blog, we've done an Instagram post, we've done whatever. We've done all of these things supporting our initiative of attracting more of our ideal, ideal client. And I'm going to just talk about that venue and show my passion behind that venue, show my, you know, excitement about working at that venue. I am then going to use that hashtag strategy again. I'm going to um, be using keywords in my, in my um, copy, in my caption that also could be picked up. Then I'm going to take a small part of that post and I'm going to make a 30 second reel. So I could take and I'm talking, doing a long form video about it. Then I take a 30 second or 60 seconds you pick out of that. Or I can just refilm really quickly a new video and say, hey, if you're getting married at Machine Shop, let me tell you one of my favorite things to decorate. Uh, you know, make your wedding stand out with decorating um, the, the movable uh, trussing. You can do so many things with that. Here are three of my top ideas to do with the trussing. And that could be a reel that you're again taking your venue, your, your hashtags, you know, all the key components that drive traffic to that, you know, the eyeballs of people that you need to be in front of. So then that happens that same week. You're dripping out your Pinterest comment you know, content that you created, your 10 images, you're dripping out. Uh, if you want to, you can actually go and use those Pinterest graphics and post them in your Instagram stories as well. And then have that again, link to your uh, blog post. Or if you don't have a blog, you can make a Instagram post and have drive your Pinterest traffic to that post. So you're supporting what you want to attract more of, you are talking and helping educate your ideal client. And if you have pictures of that wedding, you can do static posts or carousel posts of those weddings just talking about it. And so you're driving home this whole like, almost like just throwing all of these, you know, ideas that are geared around this venue and you wanting to do more and attract this bride or this customer, you're putting that out in the social media and the Google ecosystem so that you can keep attracting that back. It's a super like 
methodical. You could teach someone that this is what I want every week, not on machine shop, but you could pick, I want to do it this week on, or if you even want to do a, a venue highlight every week that you're highlighting a venue you've worked at, that is a great strategy to get in front of your ideal customer that loves that venue, that you love that venue. So you keep just putting that content out there that supports the ideal client that you want to attract, that you know has the budget to afford the type of things that and work that you want to produce. And from there, that is going to build momentum. Obviously, it loses momentum on social media, but on Pinterest, three to four months, you're going to have juice on that exact you know, those, the 10 posts that you put out there, that's going to stay out there and build relevance for at least three to four months, if not more. Then after that time, you could do another machine shop wedding that you've done and do a very similar post and a whole separate content strategy again that you just did. So you're duplicating it, but using a different wedding. You're putting the same content out with the same objectives out in the ecosystem of social media and Google indexing to attract that same client. I personally have done like seven weddings, I think seven or eight at Machine Shop. So I could take and do that same thing. But let's just say it's a cultural wedding, a South Asian wedding. I literally could make a whole post about 10 fun mundups. I could make a fun post about ceremony garlands, um, floral jewelry. I could make a post about, uh, you know, a million different things like how you can um, add uh, a twist uh, to a South Asian wedding that will really stand, make your wedding stand out to your guests or something I can use that South Asian weddings, use a specific wedding and do just about that. Do it about a part like the Mundups, stage backdrops, ceremony garlands. So I can take a segment. I'm still putting content out to attract that ideal client. And then I can do the Pinterest graphics. I can do the Instagram graphics. I can make take my videos and I can repurpose them using the repost app onto TikTok. So I keep being able to put out content that will attract my ideal client with my ideal budget. You can always get somebody that's, you know, not exactly a perfect fit, but if you consistently put out content that is geared towards that client, you're going to attract. You're going to start repelling the clients that you don't want that don't speak to you creatively because you are putting out what really you are inspired to do. I hope this episode was helpful today. I think that having a strategy in general is going to help make social media and the ecosystem of Google feel so much more manageable. And putting a strategy and even having somebody execute it for you is such an easy task that often feel so overwhelming, but I know you can do it. There's scheduling tools out there to make it easy for you. There's Canva to help make it easy for you. 
and you can really push yourself forward and start propelling your business in the direction of the ideal client you want to attract. Thank you so much, Flower Friend. And I really appreciate you listening and I appreciate all your guys' support and hope you have an amazing flower-filled week. Bye. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found value or today's episode was helpful, please head to your podcast player of choice and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every week of new episodes. And while you're there, please go and leave a review. Reviews are so important for getting this message out to all of our other flower friends. Also, if you are wanting additional support, head on over to Facebook and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group, which is a place for like-minded floralpreneurs wanting a more aligned and more profitable floral business. Flower friend, have a fun-filled flower week.